Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. This podcast is a little different than the podcast I normally do because it's not about any particular team, player, or year. This podcast focuses on some of my childhood memories and how I got so interested in sports. Perhaps sports meant so much to me because of my age. I was 8 years old in 1970 and 17 years old in 1979. Those are very impressionable years. It seems the memories and recollections of our youth are the most vivid to recall. I grew up watching and playing sports with equal enthusiasm. My interest in sports started with playing them, not watching them. When we were very young, my father gave my brother and I a football and a helmet for Christmas. We would play in the yard and sometimes in the park. Then my father put up a basketball rim and hoop on the top of our garage. And my brother and I would play one-on-one and invite friends over to shoot some hoops. And of course, there was always Little League Baseball. Back then, you didn't get a participation trophy, so winning a trophy was a big deal. At my elementary school, the three most popular sports were basketball, kickball, and dodgeball. And if you wanted to play with the older kids, they didn't have any mercy on you because you were younger and smaller. The prevailing attitude was, if you can't take it, don't play. My favorite day at school was field day, a day dedicated to athletics. I'm sure it must have been a nightmare for kids who didn't have much athletic ability, but I loved it. Some of the events were the softball throw for distance, the shuttle run, the half-mile run, and my personal favorite, the broad jump. I did reasonably well in all of the events, usually taking second or third place, but no one could beat me in the broad jump. I don't know why, but I could sure jump far. The gym teacher started calling me the frog. Every time I did a broad jump, the gym teacher would look at me and say, Ribbit. I can recall sports on our black and white TV at home. My father and brother watched the games often, but I was still too young to fully understand it. And like most young boys, I had trouble sitting still long enough to watch a complete game. My interest in watching sports started with Topps trading cards. I don't remember where I obtained them, but I got my hands on some 1969 Topps football cards. I loved looking at those cards with bright, vibrant colors. I was captivated by the colorful uniforms, the helmets, and especially the team logos. 
I would read all the information on the back of the cards. It gave you the player's height, weight, age, statistics, the year he started in the league, and the job he had during the offseason. Yes, they actually had regular jobs in the offseason. It was like a whole biography on each player. My Christmas wish list consisted mostly everything sports related, much of which was ordered from Mom's Sears and Roebuck catalog. She surprised us one year with NFL bedsheets, pillowcases, and blankets. Believe it or not, I still have and use the pillowcases. My parents bought me the Tudor vibrating electric football game the following Christmas. Setting up the game was more fun than playing it. It was like a metal sheet made to look like an actual football field with fans up in the stands. They did a pretty good job of making it look as authentic as possible. It came with little plastic figurine football players dressed in full colorful uniform of NFL teams. The two teams on mine were the Kansas City Chiefs and the Minnesota Vikings who had played in the Super Bowl earlier that year. The problem was, as soon as you flipped on the switch, the players would scatter all over the board. Some would fall over, while others would either run out of bounds or turn completely around and run in the wrong direction. Then you would flick the switch to stop it and set the players back up again. The game was mainly for show, but we still had fun with it. Tune in again next week when we will continue with part two of my childhood memories of how I became so interested in sports. Until then, take care and God bless. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Hello, football friends. This is Darren Hayes of the Pigskin Dispatch Podcast, and I'd like to invite you to the portal of positive football history, Pigskin Dispatch and pigskindispatch.com. We talk about everything that centers around the game of American football, expert discussions, the origins of the games, the great players, teams, and coaches, and more, and some great guests and insights from experts. We have new episodes three to four times a week, and you can find us on sportshistorynetwork.com, pigskindispatch.com, or your favorite podcast provider. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.